This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, live in the studios, Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to be here with us and to hear the great information that we have to share. Tate Talk exists. Tate Talks, <laughs> I can talk, <laughs> Tate, Talks Tate Talks exists. <laughs> We're here to let you know that it's totally within your control and within your power to control your health destiny and that your health, uh, again, like I said, is within your control and there's some great information out there. One thing that I do is I help to go out, learn as much as I can, process it, distill it down and package it in a form that is... How did you describe it the other digestible. day? Digestible. Not, not digestible, yeah. but you said it was something like Cribs Notes or something. Oh, yeah. Um, cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Yes. <laughs> cliff Notes. How most of us got through university. No, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're, we're going to get through life. So we get health cliff notes. <laughs> yes. Uh, until there's a full solid hour, maybe, or two mm-hmm. hour, uh, like in my classroom, you get cliff notes. Yay. Which is fine. Uh, so again, let me do an introduction here. The lovely voice that you just heard is my producer, Alexandra. Thank you, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. <laughs> She's here running the boards and contributing. She, just like myself, just like you, we're all on this health journey. We're all on this uh, spinning satellite that's hurling through the universe <laughs> together <laughs> on this crazy ride. Getting better I'm every a, day. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm a classroom teacher by day, Monday through Friday, except for holidays. And (laughs) (laughs) that sounded very radio, didn't it? (laughs) And uh, I I work in the high schools. Uh, I teach ninth grade through 12th grade, uh, freshmen through seniors. I teach biology. I teach nutrition. I teach medical-based nutrition therapy and diet and disease reversal prevention care and management of diseases through diet and lifestyle modifications. That's my day job. Uh, Sometimes I take on uh, clients as a health coach, which we'll be talking about health coaching today. And the academy that I graduated from, the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And that actually, I'm going to let that segue me right now into our guest. We have a really amazing guest on the show today. Uh, She's calling in. And I, I tried to have her on the show a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but there was some kind of a communication breakdown as far as yeah, uh, networks and down. the lines went down. So I had to uh, put together a show and I, I feel like Alex, you and I did a really good job putting together I a show. So. It was uh, informative. Yeah. We, uh, we sh- you shared a lot of great information and, right on the and spot. And new words like nutraceutical. And we started, we launched the Jason, the Ted Talks book. Ted Talk uh, Dictionary. Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> so our guest uh, that I'm so excited, to, oh, I've, I've been so excited for this day. She has always been a questioner, motivated to discover what's possible when you're really, truly in your soul purpose. For her, that purpose is to help others take ownership of their health perfect for this show by the way 
She's first embraced this calling while in graduate school at Bastyr University when she was diagnosed with celiac disease. In struggling with her diagnosis, she realized that she had always known intuitively that certain foods were creating brain fog, bloating, and mood swings. So she made the empowering decision to become the CEO of her health and tapped into the motivation to change her lifestyle. She healed her mind and body by applying the knowledge she learned in her master's program that food and a positive mindset are the most powerful medicine. It became clear to her that she was called to empower others to choose health and educate them on how to achieve wellness. After earning her dual master's degree in holistic nutrition and clinical psychology, she began practicing as a certified nutritionist and licensed mental health counselor. In 2013, she founded My Kitchen, My Kitchen Shrink Incorporated, and she joined Dr. Scheinbaum, who I had on the show last week, at Feed Your Mind Wellness LLC as a health coach, where they connected over their shared belief in the transformative power of functional medicine coaching. She always hoped to make a powerful impact on the world through health education, founding the FMCA with Dr. Scheinbaum, and serving hundreds and thousands at this point now of students as part of the functional medicine movement is the manifestation of her lifelong dream. She's the author of Smoothie Secrets Revealed, A Guide to Enhance Your Health, and co-author of Functional Medicine Coaching, How to Be Part of the Movement That is Transforming Healthcare. Wow. Wow. Yeah, right? Yes. So excited to have Elise Wagner on the show today. Elise. Hello. <laughs> For your Thank super you. long introduction there. <laughs> that was quite the introduction. Thank you. Thank you. How's everyone doing? <laughs> uh, we're good. We're having, I'm so, I just, I have questions for you and we're going to launch right into these questions. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, I want (laughs) to extend gratitude. I I love starting with gratitude uh, because it's uh, Mm a character strength. It's in my top 10, but I want, I like it and I like to really pump it up because gratitude and forgiveness, I believe are the Sherpa on the mountain of mental health. This is kind of a saying that I have. So gratitude and forgiveness. So I met you in Texas when I was yeah. there for my graduation in July 2017, I believe. And yeah. Yeah. we met and we talked and I was just so moved by your enthusiasm, your passion, your exuberance, your zest for life and healing. It was just, you have this magnetic personality. And thank yeah. you so much for FMCA. Thank you for all the work that you've done with that program. It transformed my life and has helped me transform countless others through your efforts and yours combining with Dr. Scheinbaum. So thank you so much. Wow. No, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, in the spirit of of gratitude, it's one of my favorite practices. Um, That was a big learning curve. Um, But I want to just extend my gratitude to you and really everyone, all of the students, you know, current students and alum at FMCA, because without you all sharing the vision and the mission and the purpose going out there, and, and you guys are really doing the work in the communities, and it's powerful. And um, we would not, we honestly would not all be here if it wasn't 
really for our students and our graduates. Oh, so that's great. right back at you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so so grateful. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's crazy because I don't quite know every single person that's ever graduated FMCA, but I I do in my morning and my nightly one of my rituals is to do an entire gratitude, and so I oh. encompass everyone. I try to see them uh, in their you know their face at least if I can. I yeah. know who, who they are. So I'm so grateful that we did get a chance to meet. Yes. And we did have a powerful conversation. I remember that. We were we did over breakfast. It was like breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can actually picture the table and the place. It was. I can too. <laughs> so. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. So for, for people, um, for anyone listening that's new, that hasn't heard of FMCA before, we're talking about it because we know what it's about. Give me a quick synopsis of what is FMCA, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. What is it for someone who has never heard of it before? Yes. Okay. So for someone who's never heard of Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, so we are an online online training program, and we train anyone who wants to become and has a passion for health and wellness wants to become a health coach. And we train them specifically in um, four main pillars, functional medicine foundations, functional nutrition, mind-body techniques, and everything is really grounded in the art of coaching, which is based in positive psychology. So we take a strengths-based approach and um, really train our students to look at what is going well first within themselves and their own um, life and to utilize that same skill and tool set for when they're going out with and, and working with clients, um, strength spotting. So in functional medicine is an approach, a philosophy really, of looking at a whole person, taking a client-centered approach, really meeting someone where they're at, um, and really getting to the root cause, looking at them from a bio-individual um, level, what's what's happening with them biologically, um, psychologically, as well as you know, mental, emotionally, and socially. So really looking at the whole picture um, and helping them meet them where they're at, and helping them get them to where they want to go and grow. So, right. and progress, right? Progress is equals happiness, as Tony Robbins and many other people. Yeah, <laughs> even a little bit of progress. Yeah. Small steps. Small, Small steps, steps, yeah. So what is a day in the life? What are you up to right now? Um, what is a day in the life of Elise <laughs> Wagner? <laughs> okay, what I'm up to right now, you're not going to believe it. I'm sitting in my sauna. Oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean a day in the life, but that is very cool. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was actually inspired, quite frankly, by Sandy, because Sandy has one. And uh, I was so intrigued by it. And I was actually at the Paleo FX conference in uh, Texas. I think it was almost like a year ago now. Okay. A year in April. And I was there and I was looking at him and I'm like, okay, I, I think so. I think I'm going to get one. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, so, <laughs> um, day in the life, you want to hear like a full synopsis, like a so, full day? So, well, no, just kind of like functional <laughs> medicine coaching. What, you know, what role is it that you're playing with the FMCA right now? I know you, uh, you I play see. a major role yeah. in the genesis of the FMCA 
and you yeah. know, into marketing and passion and drive and vision. So, so what is it that you're doing now with the FMCA? Yeah. So, well, uh, and I'll give a little bit of uh, some context here. So, when we started FMCA, it was really just Sandy and I mm -hmm. at the beginning. And so, yeah, I was taking on a lot of the external like marketing and events planning things, and also um, admissions. Okay. So, for a long time there, I was doing admissions and became the chief admissions officer, and we over time built up a quite an amazing admissions and marketing team. And um, I've been able to step uh, away from that and empower the team uh, to really take on their, their own and, and they're doing fabulous. And I have now assumed the role as chief wellness officer awesome. at FMCA because Sandy and I, um, you know, we walk our talk. We believe in, wellness and, and owning that, but not just for ourselves. We truly want um, our employees to experience that. I shouldn't say employees. Let me rephrase that. Our team members, team, our yeah, team members yeah, yeah. to experience wellness and to be empowered to be the healthiest, happiest that they can. Um, I have questions so, about that. And I, you know, we're going to, sure. we're going to have to take a moment right now, but I want to, I want to hear what a chief wellness officer does. And if that's even possible to happen in other corporate environments. I love this idea. I love it so much. And I have questions about movement. So stay with us. I'm going to bring in what moves you. We're going to talk about how to incorporate movement into a busy life and what a chief wellness officer is and how you can possibly incorporate that into your business. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. Health and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, live in the studios. It is Sunday, February 23rd. We're almost done with February. Crazy, right? The show goes fast. <laughs> the the show goes fast. Go fast. The month, the year goes the fast. The year goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone, I have my friend, an amazing human being, co-founder of FMCA and Chief Wellness Officer of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, Elise Wagner. Elise, are you? Hello, there? hello. There she is. <laughs> okay. So I have a question for you, uh, and then we're going to launch into what a Chief Wellness Officer is. What moves you yeah. is uh, my weekly segment talking about movement. So how in your busy life, you're a mom, right? Mama, yep. You're a mama. <laughs> uh, you were a new mama, I think, when I met you. And oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. So how Very in new. this crazy, busy, entrepreneurial life, even though you are in wellness, my wife is a Pilates instructor and people say to her, oh, that must be why you're in shape all the time. No, she doesn't get to do Pilates with her clients. She coaches them right. through the Pilates. She has to schedule time out of her day to actually get her workouts in. And when she's crazy busy, yeah. it's, you know, after 10 clients, it's hard to find time. So how do you do it? How do you find time? What is your secret for getting movement into yeah. your life? Well, I've got, I think, two, two secrets. First is I've got to schedule it. If it's not scheduled, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, and my new secret is the 5 a.m. club. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that. I, I was doing that for a while too, and I got away from it. So how do, how do you become part of the 5 a.m. club? Because you don't just get up at 5 a.m. and at work, okay? What is your right, trick right. in the evening in preparation to become part of the 5 a.m. club? Well, in, to- in full transparency, so in, this is a work in progress, right? Okay, and, yeah. um, <laughs> and so, and I, I really have been, I've been reading this book called, it's literally called The 5 A.M. Club. Nice. By Robin Sharma. And um, so the prep work is, I think, reading the book and really getting in touch with your why and your commitment to doing this, because it's a commitment, The 5 A.M., and you do. you got to prep. Um, so I prep the night before. I mean, that looks like anything from making lunches to setting out my clothes to setting the alarm, you know, all of this, everything that has to get done um, so that I can jump out of bed at 5 a.m. and then run this routine that I do, which involves 20 minutes of movement. Um, so I try to, to get that in, you know, right at the beginning of okay. my day. Um, mm-hmm. So getting getting out of the way some of the normal things you would be doing in in the morning, get them done the night before so that you make time to to be part of the five a.m. club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of get get rid of all the uh, just extra extra stuff that might take up some time, like the lunches and yeah, yeah. yeah. getting so, ready, having it all set and ready to go. So how does it feel after your morning? And and I'm asking you, I know what it does for me, but I'm just asking you, how does it feel when you, mm-hmm. when you do it successfully in the morning, how does that set you up for your day? It's glorious. It is an absolutely glorious feeling. It probably sucks for the first two to five minutes <laughs> Honesty, of getting up. It. But after that, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And honest, it's, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, it's like as smooth as butter. <laughs> nice. The rest, the rest of the day just flies along. You know, you can really grin and grit it for the next, you know, for that first hour. Uh-huh. Um, and I run what's called a twenty 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 formula. Twenty twenty twenty. What's day, that? Oh yeah. So twenty minutes of movement. Okay. Um, twenty minutes of meditation. And 20 minutes of growth. So that could be a podcast. It could be reading. Okay. It could be journaling or going back through your notes. Yeah. And this you got from that book or this you came up with? This I got from the book. Yes. I like that. 20, 20, 20. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes of movement, 20 minutes of meditation, and 20 minutes of mm-hmm. growth. Reading, podcasts, yeah. learning, growing. And do you, I, I know when I spoke with Sandra, she talks about in the morning how she sets up, she does something very similar to this and she sets up her goals for the day. Is that yeah. part of your growth I do component? that the night before. Oh, okay. I do this the night before. Yeah, before I go to sleep, I do my, um, I do a meditation. That's like the last thing I do to cap off my night. Uh-huh. Um, but I will also do a, uh, write down my gratitude and then before gratitude, I will write out my entire next day. So I'll set myself up so everything's just kind of running on quick mode in the background. And I just have to get up yeah. and do it. <laughs> so I, I have a question. We're going we're gonna to have to move this wellness officer thing because I have so many questions now. What, what was life like before this? And then how has it changed since you started doing this? Like what is different now? Doing the goal setting the night before 
and the gratitude. I know gratitude um, journals and that type of thing. It's part of the functional medicine components. But for a person who's never done it before, what does this do? Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have to push that question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Little fast, those are, this is our fast segment here. We're going to talk about gratitude. Uh, I'm also going to... We're going to talk about overcoming autoimmune diseases. I want to hear the celiac story. Okay, sounds okay. good. All right, so stay with us. We'll talk about overcoming autoimmune. We'll talk about goal setting, gratitude. Lots of great stuff here on Tate Talks. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here live in the studio, Palm Springs, California, here on Tate Talks. We're here every week to talk about movement, nutrition, mindfulness, motivation, inspiration, health and wellness, all to assist and guide and motivate you to making this life your best life. You can call the station and join the conversation, 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. You can even text the station a question, 760-699-0202, or email us, studio at ihubradio.com. And follow on Instagram, tatetalks.radio. And then, of course, you can follow me, Jason Tate, on Facebook, and I post pictures of the guests and what we're talking about and recipes and everything else that's going on here in the show. So that being said, I want to get right back to our guest, Elise Wagner, co-founder of uh, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. She is chief wellness officer for the FMCA now. And we are talking about what were we talking about just before we were going into the break? So much. So I know, right? Gratitude. Gratitude. That's right. Gratitude the night before. Uh, 2020. And 2020. I love it. So you know, I need to do that, actually. You know what? I'm going to start doing that, Elise. Thank you so much. And I you need are, to get I'll back I'll send you the, the link for the book. Okay. Please do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I met you in Texas and yeah. you found out what I do, uh, which is not going through the FMCA to be a full-time health coach and do that as my career. I did it to teach functional medicine and coaching and, and strengths based approach and strength spotting to high school students. Uh, this really mm-hmm. kind of struck a chord with you and you shared with me a powerful story from your childhood mm. that I would love yeah. for you to share again. Sure. Yeah. I remember sharing that with you and, and I love what you do and I'm, I'm really moved by, you know, how you bring this into into the schools and with the kiddos. I'm sure that it has a ripple effect and impact, not just on them, but they go home and probably share things with their parents and or, you know, loved ones and, and um, siblings. But, yeah, when we were in Texas, um, I was remembering a high school experience that I had. And 
when I was around 13 years old, I was in this, um, let's say I was in middle school. I was in that summer between, you know, middle school, eighth grade and my freshman year. Mm -hmm. And I was at my heaviest I've ever been. I was around 200 pounds and I was taunted as obese Elise. Never knew you could rhyme my name with something. Lo and behold, mm. kids, you know, kids, will be kids, kids are right? creative, right? But <laughs> very, very much so, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, but uh, what it did was it pointed to something bigger um, within me. Uh, and I really, you know, put the lens on myself and I said, you know, I don't like the way I, I look and I don't like the way I feel. Um, and intuitively, I did realized that certain foods in me just did not agree at such a young age. And long story short is I went and talked to my mom and that was really, you know, she helped me to find a, a holistic nutritionist. Mm -hmm. That was really my first um, real experience of functional medicine, quote unquote, or the philosophy of where someone would, you know, sat down and listened to me, heard me and co-created a plan with me, wasn't dictating or telling me you need yeah. to go and do this or right. Yeah. Start running two miles a day. It was right. like, yeah, that yeah. wasn't going to happen. So you basically um, met somebody with some health actually, coaching principles, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 She had definitely some some background. She was a really great listener. Um, okay. She definitely focused on my strengths and and she assessed where I was at. You know how motivated I was to change, and um, I had no idea that that was part of the change model. You know, at thirteen. Yeah. So that's great went ahead and, you know, did implemented what the the plan was and I lost 50 pounds. And that what that looked like was changing my food from processed foods to whole world foods. So that's what it looked like from a, um, you know, a food eating lifestyle uh, experience. But what it looked like from a social level was completely different, and especially for high schoolers right. or someone going into high school. Um, that meant a lot of different things that I actually wasn't really prepared for emotionally and mentally. Um, I was making my own lunches. I believed so much in the power of food and that food is medicine um, because it had transformed my entire life and my body in a very short amount of time. And I knew that this was what I had to do for the rest of my life in some capacity. I didn't know it was going to look like what it did, does today. But um, I think I was telling you a specific situation where, you know, I would bring like I'll paint a picture for you. So um, water, basically, to, you know, school, I'd have veggie chips or vegetables and hummus and Ezekiel bread with like almond butter and, you know, homemade jam or something like that. So it was a very, you know, probably not super crazy like you would think in today's terms. But back then, like 20 years ago, yeah, yeah it was a little different. It was not the Doritos <laughs> or the Cheetos and the yeah. bologna sandwich on white bread. Right. Hot dogs and, and hamburgers. I, totally. It wasn't the pizza that everyone was eating. Right. And I got pretty much laughed out of the lunchroom. And I spent my days eating my lunch in the library. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it, it and, and at the time, you know, it was lonely. It definitely was lonely. Right. But I was very, um, I'm grateful for that, you know, inner knowing back then and, and to stick to my guns, if you will, and stand my ground and in my belief system and my values um, because I knew that it was what was right for me. And I wasn't about to, you know, forego my health uh, or my values for 
you know, Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, right. To give yeah so. to give up that for, you know, Cheetos, like you said, and. You know, being a teacher and working with high school students, it's a stretch for them to join a nutrition class. Nutrition is a very Mm -hmm. touchy topic. And, you know, I I don't want to use the word racism because it's very strong um, in this sense, but it is a form of nutritional isolationism that you experience, Mm -hmm. that I experience uh, as a teacher. Mm because teachers don't want to be around that. They don't invite me to social events in many cases because they don't, you know, there's a fear around that. And there's there's a lot of isolation that comes. But what you did to have the strength that you had at your age, you know, at that age, to, to do what you believe is right, I mean, this is a time of turmoil, teenage years. Mm-hmm. So totally. yeah. yeah, what a great way to yeah. set you up and look what it did, right? Look where you are today because of that. Yeah. Well, and for anyone who's listening, especially, you know, the, the your, your students, I mean, and right. really anyone in the, in their teen years, I mean, you just want to empower you and, you know, to, to stand to, you know, stand up for what is, what, what's right, what you believe is right for you mm-hmm. to do, to do you. You know, right, right. So great story. Thank you so much. And any age, you know, you can start at any age, teenage years. You can be in your 40s like me and just say, you know what? Uh, I know what's right. I know what to do. And and go. And you for know it. what? You got to do what's right for you and, you know, in your family. And we're starting to see that with Shay, my daughter, you know, she's two and a half. She goes to school now, little Montessori school. And you know, we certainly, we bring her food to school so she doesn't eat, you know, what everyone else eats. But we try to make it as comfortable as possible. And um, I certainly don't want her feeling left out or anything like that. It's a different time, you know, so people are a lot more accommodating and I think um, understanding. Um, but, yeah, you got to you gotta do what's right for, for your own individual self. Right. And so, so with celiac disease, which... Um, I'll let you give a brief description of that for anyone who hasn't heard of it, is considered an autoimmune, whereby the body is essentially attacking itself due to an imbalance, and in this case, a gut microbial imbalance, um, based upon you know, exposure to diet and stress and things like that. So with that, those two words, celiac disease, launch something with you and your career, and it just kind of, you know, your reaction to it has kind of changed your life, but what would you say to somebody who says, I have an autoimmune and I, and I meet people all the time and they feel like it's a death sentence and they're just kind of stuck with it. So what, what is it Mm -hmm. that you say to people with that? Because you've lived it. Oh, it's such a good question. I'm such the questioner. I'm definitely going to question. I'm going to, you know, (laughs) I put a question back to them and I probably say something like, well, what does it mean to you? You know, what does that mean to you? Because it does it does mean different things to different people. And I know when I got my diagnosis, it was a huge wave of relief, but it was also a wave of um, overwhelm and frustration. Right. <laughs> so that meant a whole lifestyle change. Um, but I al- always felt personally that I wasn't going to be, um, I wasn't going to live by a diagnosis or, you know, um, 
be defined by my disease, if you will. Right. So. Which is an important point. Yeah. I, and I've met people who have like a hip injury or a knee injury or whatever, and it's all they talk about when you meet them. You know, and they just mm-hmm. constantly live in this recurring, you know, almost like a victim mode. What is the advice mm-hmm. that you have for people to kind of break that cycle? And it, and it could even be, you know, uh, seeking help. But what, what, what advice would you give to somebody? Well, I'm, I'm not so much the advice giver. <laughs> okay. <or laughs> All right. Always All trying right. to be All the right. coach approach. <laughs> well, what would so, you, like, what would, did you do for you then, I guess? I mean, you. Yeah, what I did for myself. You reached out? Yeah, I remember. Well, I remember sitting on my couch after I got diagnosed and I was in grad school. So this is like, you know. Meanwhile, I'm getting a double master's in nutrition and psychology where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got all the education and the tools at my fingertips. Yet I was so um, sick. I mean, I was talking about, you know, leaky gut and foggy brain. I couldn't barely even put sentences together, quite frankly, because of my speech and everything was just (laughs) everything was going to hell in a handbag, honestly. Um, And I and, you know, that was just the you know, one part of it, there was a whole um, body image component as well because of the inflammation and what that was doing to my, you know, gut and my belly and all that. So my weight. um, But I do remember thinking to myself, gosh, I wish I had someone who knew a 16th of the knowledge. (laughs) I I don't even care if they knew, you know, half of what it didn't matter. I just wanted someone who could see my blind spots and help me, um, just help me along the way. It could have meant even just like helping to prepare foods or go grocery shopping or to um, even, you know, understand what is cross-contamination or how to talk to a waiter at a restaurant if I wanted to go out to dinner with some friends and be social and have like a quote-unquote normal life, you know, to have languaging skills for that. so <laughs> that's very well said, yeah. honestly. And I believe that, yeah. that those are the questions that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And something that your practitioner, if your physician is a functional medicine physician, especially, and they're utilizing a health coach, these are the types of things that these professionals are there with you to guide you on that process. So that's yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. All right. So stay with us. Uh, We're going to come back with our mindfulness mantra for the week with empty your cup uh, and also a thought of the week. And I have an amazing recipe coming up from the Functional Medicine Renew Food Plan. Stay with us. Mm. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Tate Talks here, live in the studio, Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to spend with us here on Tate Talks. And I have an amazing guest. We're in our last little piece together. I'm already sad that I have to say goodbye to Elise Wagner, who's here on the phone with us today. Uh, Going by so fast. (laughs) I know. Blink. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) So every week I do. So Elise, you mentioned the four pillars of the FMCA. I kind of... 
I built my health academy around three pillars of wellness and then a nonprofit around those three pillars of wellness and then also this radio show around movement, nutrition or nourishment and mindfulness and mental health. And so each week I share a empty your cup, which is sometimes a quote, but it's a focus on mindfulness and really just kind of getting into this practice of gratitude and, and just various topics. So today I have a quote and then I have a question for you to reflect on after. The quote goes like this. Love begets mm-hmm. love. Love creates life. Life cultivates suffering. Suffering whispers fear. Fear accompanies courage. Courage carries confidence confidence whispers hope hope gives life life invites love love begets love by dr habib said wow. <laughs> <That's> deep. <laughs> deep right <laughs> the whole spectrum there <laughs> yeah right so Mm-hmm. What would you say, I want to discuss the roles of love, fear, courage, confidence, and hope as mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Love, fear, courage, confidence, and hope. So, and what would I say it again? So, um, in any of those, love or fear, um, courage, confidence, and hope, these words, what do they yeah. stir uh, for you? And, and that quote, what I just shared with you, what does that bring up for you? Who comes to mind? Um, what experiences come to mind? Places? Well, well, quite frankly, what came to mind was a, a quote I read, um, or it was a, a line I read in a book recently, and it was passion stems uh, from the Latin word meaning to suffer. Interesting. And... You know, I think it's what's interesting to me about everything that you just, you know, said as far as all the, the words. A couple of things came to my mind. I almost thought about like this, uh, this rotating vortex upwards, you know, as you're going. And love really is the, the beginning and, and end of, of everything, right? Oh, I love that. There's, well, really, there's maybe no yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> we could go really deep with this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we could build another show around um, that. <laughs> Seriously, seriously. Um, But one thing I think that really sticks out is is the word suffering, because I think so much of life, you know, does have to do with suffering. It's how we handle and deal with it, but it's also how we, um, you know, it's a a juxtaposition, you know, how we handle the happiness and all the good times in life as well. And, And so money, especially being in missions and taking calls and hearing people's stories from all over the globe. I hear stories of suffering um, almost on a daily basis, but those, but there's also on the other side of that triumph and, um, and it's all love that gets them through quite frankly. So I don't know. It's a, that's a very profound (laughs) quote that you just, uh, yeah. Thought provoking to just kind of send you on your day. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. I have another question for you. This one's a little soul stirring as well. If you only had two minutes with someone in like an Uber or an elevator, it's a really tall building. And they asked you, how do you get and stay healthy? Like, what would you say to somebody like that? How do you get healthy? And then how do you stay healthy? What's oh. the secret? 
How do I get healthy and stay healthy? I think, yeah. honestly, it's almost like that quote. It starts and ends with the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I've got to get my mind healthy, and I maintain that just with mantras, meditation, um, words that I'm saying to myself, thoughts that I'm thinking. Um, it's it's all with the mind on a daily basis. It's a practice daily. So I don't think I'm ever getting there. It's, I just think it's, it's this journey constantly. Right. And yeah. it's probably, <laughs> who knows, yeah. that might be a short elevator because I have a fear of elevators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, the stairs are healthier anyway. I love that it starts with the mind ends with the mind and the mind is powerful you know and in in spirit of mindfulness um, something that I work on I work with athletes at the school and Mm -hmm. I do what's called victory visualizations on their game Mm. days because a lot of times the the athletes will come to me and say oh Mr. Tate we have a really big game today. Can you do a meditation with us? And so I say, sure, bring the whole team oh. in. <laughs> and yep. I share with them. I say, okay, you've done the physical preparation. The body's physically prepared. You've, you, there's nothing more you can do today on game day to physically prepare your body other than sound nutrition and, and hydration. Other than that, you're not going to go get stronger today. Today's game day. So the strength yeah. now comes from the mind. And, mm-hmm. and so I kind of take them through a meditation and I take them to the field or the basketball court or the softball field or the track or the pool, whatever the sport is. And in meditation, I take them through their competition from beginning to end and engage all five senses and have yeah. them vic- victorious at the end of it. So in their mind, they've already experienced it. And so they go yeah. into competition with that. And so powerful what you said. It starts with the mind, ends with the mind. And we focus so much on what's happening below the neck that we forget it all starts up here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, thank you so much. That's so powerful that they have someone like you Aww. who can lead them through that. I love it. You know, when they when they come, I say yes, please get all your team. <laughs> That's such a gift. That is such a gift. Yes. I take them into the yoga room. I have a yoga room at campus that uh, I teach yoga every week to the oh kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah, on Wednesday I do oh, workout wonderful. Wednesday, and I teach yoga and meditation and shavasana, and I take take them through a powerful day to set them up uh, for the week, the rest of the week. So. Wow. So I've got a minute left with you. How can people reach you? What oh, no. can, yeah, yeah, we're, we need to say goodbye. I'm sad. Um, how can people reach you? How can so people sad. follow you and learn from you and hear more about your story? Where can they oh, go? Sure. Yeah, well, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, um, functionalmedicinecoaching.org for sure. Okay. And then um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, which is Elise underscore Wagner. So you can come on over and you'll see lots of fun photos of my daughter and uh-huh. some quotes and things like that and just how I live my life and uh, just being authentic and real and yeah and love to connect with people absolutely just love joining the conversation very curious person so love hearing from people as well love that thank you so much for taking time out of your day thank you so much for having me I'm honored thank you oh, oh. have a beautiful rest of your day with your family and, and loved ones and friends and we'll be in touch I'll keep you 
in touch, and I'll have to get you back in a little while. I would love to be back. Thank you so much, Jason. Take care. Thanks again. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right.